0: said to me CCP See your souls
1: get fucked up.
0: Let's get fucked up. Let's get fucked up. Let's do some
2: stuff and get fucked up. Yeah, tomorrow. night, do some purple
0: haze, Uh, probably lose some
1: under my skin
3: Hello, hello. Howdy. I'm Claudia.
4: And I am the Loaf.
3: You're here with us on the eighth night of Piedmas.
4: <laughs> the seventh night of Peatmas. Oh, the eighth night, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, no, it was a week ago, it was the first night. Oh, you're right. Yeah. This On the seventh day of Peatmas. <laughs> you know the song. <laughs> I don't feel a week over 45 years old. Oh, welcome. Welcome to the Claudia and the Loaf show. And, uh, yeah, we, 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 uh, some music tonight.
3: Yeah. This is a uh, again I was out of commission for most <laughs>
4: Yeah, I want everybody days. to keep their voices down. I'm going to turn the lights down a little low. Claudia has had some migraines.
3: Yeah, I've had a, like a crazy sinus migraine for the last three days. So I've been
4: useless. I'm, you know, living with me, I'm surprised you don't have more migraines. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, yeah, thank God it's the sinuses. Or, or 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 is it a quotation marks when you're talking sinuses. to your friend Sarah? <laughs> My sinuses uh, are yeah. giving me a headache again. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I get those too. Like, no, not like this yeah. you don't. No, nope. <laughs> Obviously you don't. It's code word for Pete. <laughs>
3: uh, <laughs> no, but uh, the loaf uh, put together this amazing, amazing. Song.
4: I have a lot of your records and uh, yeah, and mine stuff. So yeah. Um, yeah, we've
3: also done a lot of record shopping in the last couple weeks. We have,
4: Pete-ness. and uh, uh, and so we're showcasing. a good p- 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 Pete Miss is, is treated as well this year. It yeah. has. Um, a lot, a lot of Pete Miss specials in uh, here. Um. Actually, I've had a couple of things on that. Uh, Last one there. Uh, Captain Beefheart started us off with "Upon the My Oh My," and as I was telling uh, Sean from Bookhouse Squared, it's like we were talking about Captain Beefheart. It's like the more normal he tries to sound, the weirder he is. You know? <laughs> right? like, like even his early R, you know, rhythm and blues stuff, kind of you know, still had a little like you know weirdness to it. And then you save his milk, and then you get like fucking trout mask replica, which is like melt your brain off. Bizarre, you know, yeah. bad trip album, right. and like you, you get it. This Almost is like, like somebody
3: was, you know, holding a <laughs> yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. <laughs> holding a gun to people's heads yeah. or whatever, like. which was the case. But this is funny. <laughs> this is like him working with like you know a nice like array of musicians, little backup band. There's like horn solos and stuff, and you can see it. there's a. I think there's video of this. It was in, um, if I'm not mistaken, it was the the whistle stop test, and they were performing this song. And it's funny because everybody else is just kind of like classic 70s kind of look and feel and, you know, vibe and trying to look good for the cameras. And just like Captain Bifar up there like a goddamn Muppet. And right.
3: like, <laughs> like, <laughs> but that's why we love him. Yeah, yeah for <laughs> sure. For sure. I would like him if he was normal. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Like you said, the more normal he tried to be, the worse
4: it was. Like, no, just
3: be here fucking wackadoo self.
4: And the next one was um, actually—it's i wasn't gonna say anything, but it's actually mine and Claudia's song. Um, I wasn't gonna say anything because <laughs> she, she she didn't know that until now. But it was, uh, who is who is that? The Butthole Surfers. With uh, I saw an X-ray of a girl passing gas.
3: He's like, he's saying I fart a lot. I guess. <laughs>
4: I've never seen it under x-ray, so, you know, not, not, until, not until our wedding night, you yeah. know, so I guess never. Some things but. have to be private. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then um, uh, Brian Jonestown Massacre with If Love is the Drug. And we just
3: watched a, a documentary about mm-hmm. them. Uh, yeah,
4: Claudia had never seen Dig. No, and I was like, oh man, dig. you got really good. You, 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 you know, you've heard stories about how this is crazy, but like, I don't know. As crazy as he is, and like, you can say some things about Anton in there. I, 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 I love and respect his music. Uh, some of it, anyways. Oh, uh, definitely. Well,
3: like I was saying, but, it holds up. You know. Yeah.
4: Oh, however, the Dandy Warhols, who the guy made the movie was the Dandy Warhols. Like, Our parents are all still together. We're blah, blah, we're getting married and having kids. We're doing blah. He just had this yeah, like, what better than, uh, I, oh, then he's talking about uh, the, the, the songwriting credit. The bass player wants songwriting credit. I was like, yeah, it probably helped you write that song. <laughs> right. Probably why it came up. Yeah, uh, I was going to
3: say, the, I think the thing I walked away with like from that <laughs> documentary the most was like, I just want to punch that dude.
4: <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, I, I guess I'd have said the same in the '90s too, but like now I have like no, nah, now now I have reason, you know? Like yeah. God, you're a fucking douche.
3: Well, it's funny he was so full of himself and like so down on Brian Jonestown Massacre, but if you listen to the two bands,
4: one the, is significantly you, better than the other. Well, one sh-
3: holds up now. One is just sounds like a product of the '90s. You said like, dated. Dated yeah, is the dated. right
4: word. Like Brian Jonestown's Massacre sounds like a little bit of all over, and it's it's got its own unique thing. Yeah. And put it this way, Brian Jonestown Massacre is touring again. Yeah. I would go see them if I had. Right. The opportunity, maybe, <laughs> if the Dandy Warhols were touring, I would laugh, and definitely not go, which right. I think a lot of other people, yeah. So we're we're Team Brian Jonestown Massacre on that one. I don't know if you've seen the movie Dig. It's um, it's on Prime. It, it's on Prime, and yeah, it's it's got a little little bit of San Francisco rock and roll history there, um, as they were uh, sit, uh lived here for a while. I think it's where they formed originally. Anyway, enough about that druggy stuff. Let's get into the cramps with "Let's Get Fucked Up." <laughs> you know, some good old-fashioned music. That one speaks for itself. And then the Flaming Lips. Believe it or not, that was the Flaming Fucking Lips doing Jesus shooting heroin off the uh, the three CD set called uh, "Finally the Punk Rockers Are Doing LSD." Um, I said it out loud, I could taste acid and I was in high school again, but uh yeah, uh... It's interesting. Like I picked this up uh, at Amoeba It was like ten bucks for three CDs, and I'd had this before and it slipped out of my grips. I'd loaned it or lost it somewhere. I was so surprised to see it and so surprised to see it for so cheap. And um, it was sitting in the front of the little bins too. Like I would, I wouldn't have been like, "Oh, flaming lips, let's take a look." You know, ex- you wouldn't expect to find this one just floating around as much. And it was like right in front. It was like nine ninety nine. I'm like, "Holy shit, that's your yeah." We're taking you home. But Jesus shooting heroin. Which, be honest, Claudia, we don't play a whole lot of songs about Jesus.
3: We don't. Show. We don't. And it's well,
4: we're be... here to fix that
3: tonight. Yeah, it's a good segue into our next set. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah. All right, the people out there, all those critics, blowing up our Twitter <laughs> about how we don't play enough Jesus songs here on the Claudia and the Loaf Show. The whole next set, Jesus Christ, ladies and gentlemen, Jesus Christ. Who? <laughs> <laughs>
3: so we're kicking it off with uh, what here? The Velvet Underground. The Velvet Underground. Yeah,
4: yeah. They sing. They're all. They sing about heroin and Jesus too. You know.
3: <laughs> and in the background, we're listening to hot pianos. <laughs> this is hot
4: pianos. Uh, yeah, we'll be playing more of this. This is a uh, thought, thought I kind of set the mood for the night.
5: To you I will screw this song.
2: Up their ears and let that trouble through. Now you don't have to simplify old car what they may do, but everybody needs somebody that you can talk to. Well, he spoke to me of morality, starvation, pain, and sin. Matter of fact, the whole dang got a few words in but I won't squawk let them talk, hell it's been a long, long time and any friend that's been turned down is bound to be a friend of mine, cause everybody needs somebody that they can talk to someone to open up their ears and let that trouble through now you don't have to simplify, old car what they may do but everybody needs somebody that they can talk to. Pick it. Now we sat by for an hour or two just eating that gospel pie. When around the bend come a terrible wind and lightning lit the sky. He said, So long, son, I gotta run. I appreciate you listening to me. And i believe i heard him sing these words as he skipped out across the sea hey, everybody needs somebody that they can talk to someone to open up their ears and let that trouble through now you don't have to simplify or old car what they may do but everybody
6: and swam on the land. He would tell these stories, and people would listen. He was really cool. If you were blind or lame, you just went to Jesus, and he would put his hands on you, and you would be healed. That's so cool. He could have played guitar better than Hendrix. He could have told the future. He could have baked the most delicious cake in the world. He could have scored more goals than Wayne Gretzky danced better than Barishnikov. Jesus could have been funnier than any comedian you can think of. Jesus was way cool. He told people to eat his body and drink his blood. That's so cool. Jesus was so cool. But then some people got jealous of how cool he was, so they killed him. But then he rose from the dead. He rose from the dead, danced around, and went up to heaven. I mean, that's so cool. Jesus was way cool. No wonder there are so many Christians.
3: out and touch me. Hello,
4: hello. You're on. is back. Canadian Jesus. Canadian. Reach out, touch me. <laughs> Canadian Jesus. I didn't know for the longest damn time. In fact, I know it was about three and a half years ago when I was in my Little uh, state sponsored vacation to a mental asylum. Uh, when me and my head counselor were talking, and we were talking about this song, I was like, reach out. I, I made the Canadian Jesus joke, reach out, touch me. And out of nowhere, some, some, one of the other counselors was like, no, he says, reach out, touch faith. Yeah. And we're like, and this is like, the, uh, the my counselor was like this older dude who was like around during this time, like, you know, he used to go clubbing during these times and stuff. So I was like, no, no, no. She googled it. Like, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he says. But I changed the lyrics to Canadian Jesus, reach out, touch me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Politely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't you know? <laughs> uh, first time I made her laugh in a couple days. She's uh Yeah, I've been in a mood. <laughs> she's yeah, she's been migraine and laying in bed. He's been he's been putting up with me. Shh. <laughs> She, she puts up with me all the time, and definitely putting up with me, especially considering. Uh, did we listen to some music there, or what? We
3: sure did. We started off with the Velvet Underground doing Jesus. Who? Jesus. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then from there, we went to Nirvana doing Jesus Don't Want Me for a Sunbeam which is
4: a sad story yeah you know, a Vaseline song it's a song about rejection <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> man I thought the guy was supposed to be ever loving and everything right you know <laughs> just like no I don't want you <laughs> yeah seen better <laughs> not even Jesus wants. whatever me. Kurt that's originally uh, by the Vaselines yeah did, And uh,
3: good stuff yeah that original version is really beautiful too I love the Vaseline oh yeah yeah for sure yeah, they've gotten some yeah. play here before uh, from there, we went to John Prime, Good. doing Everybody Needs Somebody to Talk to, uh, which is a funny Jesus song. <laughs> yeah, cute. yeah, yeah. It's cute.
4: Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I've always, uh, ever since I've listened to this, or at least since I've listened to this song as an adult, at the end where he said he he went skipping off the sea... <laughs> You know, I believe he <laughs> right. said these words. I've always had kind of like a "keep on trucking, Mr. Natural" R. Crumb version <laughs> yeah, totally. of Jesus, like animation in my head. And I believe he said these words to me, everybody. And um, actually, that's a good fucking song for Christians to listen to. It's called "A Therapist." <laughs> right. Everybody needs someone that they can talk to. Yeah, you it's know, true. not you know. Not I, just I had years of therapy, and I will
3: say there is something really, really healing in just somebody like unbiased, just letting you like dump okay. all your
4: shit. Like they're even if they don't say anything, you just being able to. Well, at that point, dump all that. They're your own personal Jesus. That's man, true. Right? Um, <laughs> Reach out and touch and, me. <laughs> and maybe they're Canadian. I don't know. La, like, who knows? I you, you can't rule it out my own Canadian why would a Canadian Americans. move down here at this point as it would be beyond yeah, me, right. yeah. yeah right for the risk <laughs> they're, they're, I they're, don't bungee jump I'm moving they're thrill America. seekers yeah, yeah. I'm going to move to the mission district in San Francisco whoa yeah. I mean I do base jumping but man, yeah. I, I would never ever in a million years oh whoa man you right. got more cojones on you man <laughs> From there we went to
3: King Missile with uh, "Jesus is way cool." That's what they say. He's That's so what they cute. say is way
4: cool. Very cute. I think I think we maybe played Scotland one time on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm gonna tell the story again. Um, so I, I, I moved to Minneapolis to be with this girl, and we were living in a, this little fourplex apartment building that her dad owned. And her, her older brother lived upstairs, and he'd come down just to kind of just walk in the apartment, anywhere know, where just kind of like you know big family house. And I was listening to this CD that had the, the, the King Missile song, Scotland, on it. And it's just him talking with, like, with a little, like, ding, bell. <laughs> and, uh, like, you know, like, you know, like, order up, kind of bell. And uh, he came in and he was just kind of, like, looking for a mattress or whatever to go smoke a cigarette. And he just kind of stopped and, like, was listening to the music for a second, looked at me, and I was like, and I just totally lied to Charlie. And I was like, he's like, is this some of your music? I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I just recorded this, man. What do you think?" And he sat there with a straight fucking face and like, <laughs> yeah, "It's pretty cool, man. Keep, keep, keep it
3: up, yeah." You're like, um, "Jesus, you were way cool." Uh, and then uh, what do we have? Some uh, some ZZ Top doing "Jesus Just Left Chicago." <laughs> And then, of course, we finished that off with Johnny Cash doing Personal Jesus,
4: which I, I we're, think we're it, saying- a, a definitive version. Yeah, the stellar the yeah. stellar version
3: of that song. Uh, in the background, we've got some Mustafa Azkent, uh, Turkish funk
4: going for you. The T-funk.
3: T-funk. It's Turkish. It's cool. It's it talking
4: It's got it's got like a like I swear it could have been like a a, a Devo album. Yeah, or it's good. Okay. It? A, a monkey. Chim- what is it? Is it a monkey? It's a cool. Yeah, a chimpanzee at some like a kind reel-to-reel. of like recording real to real recording device. Like he's like me
3: and me and the monkey are wearing the same sweater. Look. Uh, oh my God.
4: <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Uh, yeah, you're at the microphone. Oh my God. Yeah. Hold on. Hey, I'm gonna have to get a picture of that. Yeah. <laughs> I know you folks can't see that at home, but yeah, her, her and the monkey are uh, we're rocking the, the same yeah, rocking the mustard sweater <laughs> up at the mic. We're rec- you know we're digitally doing it, but recording is going on. Um, uh, what in the hell did we uh, figure out for next? Are we are we gonna play, uh, we're, we're, gonna we're gonna play doing, some more music. No. Yeah, we're gonna all kick right, it off with right. the
3: Dead Kennedys doing "Kill the Poor."
4: Bye. Them damn poor at it again. <laughs>
2: His eyes once more. Now that we have the new terrain.
0: Stop its and whisk away It must be half more room to play Our systems go and kill the fool tonight. Gotta kill, 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 kill
1: the fool Kill, kill,
0: kill, kill, kill the fool Kill, 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 kill the fool tonight. You the of champagne again A reason
3: We're having a little bit of technical difficulties, Pete but it's okay. He <laughs> yeah. done
7: fucked up the CD player.
3: It's all good. We're good.
4: Pete, Pete fucked up.
0: But now you walk around like you're fucking
6: to Yo. you.
4: Sorry, that's... We were actually dancing. I, I broke a sweat for the first time in a week. <laughs> <laughs> and the last time I broke a sweat when I was dancing in the studio last week. So yeah, that was that was a fun little bunch of songs. It uh, was.
3: It was, it was. We started that off with uh, Dead Kennedys' Killed Poor.
4: We killed the poor, <laughs> right off the bat. And then uh, we had Angelic Upstars, a little oi street punk band from, uh, from Britain uh, with two million voices. It's uh, I got this one uh, with uh, actually my my birthday uh, gift certificate that my buddy my buddies in my band uh, Moose and Chris got me for my birthday. I went to Amoeba and had 50 whole dollars to go spend, and I'm you know it doesn't sound like a lot in record spending these days, but man, if you go over there and you got the right eye and you know how to you know you
3: yeah you can get a hole for that
4: yeah yeah I, I can I, you know I can there's a, there's a code to crack and I found this and I. I Actually, I so said I was talking about it with with the um, with uh, the the Flaming Lips. Like, I wouldn't have looked through that rack, but it was this was sitting right there. I was like, "Wait, Angelic Upstarts, Angel Dust." It's like a collection of their singles, and it's this oi band from England, and just like you know, street punk oi, you know, kind of run of the mill. But it's great. It's their singles from like seventy-eight to eighty-six. What is it? I got it over here somewhere. But um, it's funny. Like, there was this something the British oi bands did. They started off all tough and macho. <laughs> and then they just like turn to pop or gla- <laughs> right. glam rock you know but sometimes it, the, the glam rock even works a little bit or the, or the pop does Yeah, 78 to 83 so you could hear them from oh 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 yeah, yeah, the streets." To, oh, 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 England is right. rising oh <laughs> oh oh and this one's kind of like smack dab in the middle of all that uh, two Million Voices yeah. Angelica Upstarts uh, What else did we do?
3: From there we went to Husker Du, Husker du. Was What
4: my... you drinking? You know, he doesn't care about what I'm drinking <laughs> Well I hope you're not listening right now Bob Because I am drinking Jose Cuervo Silver And a little bit Tecate And uh That's so uh, Yeah. Don't tell Bob <laughs> he, he doesn't care what I'm drinking You know, He, he wrote a whole damn song about it
3: yeah, from there we went to the queers doing the monkeys stepping stone.
4: Oh, such a good song! It is, it is, and it's uh, yeah, we've, we've played some off this album. I actually went and bought it today because it's, it's something I wanted, I felt the need to have on a hard copy. The, 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 just, the queers are great. Is this
3: the one that Andy plays drums on?
4: No, 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 no not on this one. That's coming soon coming. Um, yeah yeah more on that later but what I loved is it's like oh my god another punk rock band is covering Stepping Stone again because if you know you know but it's like yeah Minor Threat did it Minor Threat did it <laughs> Sex Pistols did it every punk rock band I was in it at least did it at practice a couple right. of times you know when I jam with random strangers and I'm traveling through Olympia yeah we, we played Stepping Stone you know just it, it's a simple song and it's real easy to get on with but like <laughs> as redundant as it may seem to other people I I gladly welcome a queer's version of Stepping Stone I I, I was a big fan yeah. good stuff
3: yeah. from there we went to Op Ivy doing Sound System
4: gonna pick you back up yeah, that's now. where the
3: dancing started
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah Stepping Stone kinda, we were bobbing our heads a little bit kind of doing the Rhema little head bob yeah it was it was definitely the Op Ivy that like yeah yeah but um, sound system, yeah, um, if you're an Operation Ivy fan and if you were within 100 miles of the internet uh, the last couple of days, um, you might have heard something about um, the little quote unquote reunion. Um,
3: impromptu thing.
4: Impromptu thing. Uh, Jesse and uh, Tim. Oh, lint. It'd be, it would be lint in that situation, if I'm not <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Lent and Jesse. Um in case you didn't hear about it, I'll I'll inform you. What happened was there was a a, a Musac It's uh, like a benefit, right? A benefit show, yeah, down in L.A. And, um, you know, real hard to get into, a lot of money or whatever to get into. It was a benefit, so that's what they do. You know, you're doing it for something. But, um, yeah. um, The specials, right? The specials were the headliner and – Tim, which would be Tim Armstrong in this respect because he's not in Operation <laughs> yes. Ivy at that moment, you know. He's not even Lentish. He's just Tim Armstrong. But Tim Armstrong from Rancid was playing with um, one of the guitarists for um, the specials as, as, a, as a backup. And um turns out Eric Andre, of all people, the comedian, was like, dude, I'm, I talked to Jesse. He's, he's, my, he's my, my plus one. We're, I'm bringing him here. We're doing this. And he, he talked to the promoter, and he's like, oh, Okay. And then, with, like, a half hour later, he'd ran it by Tim Armstrong.
3: They did a couple songs. And
4: uh, just as the one. But as soon as he told Tim, he just turned... Like, the Hulk just turned into lint. <laughs> but no, it, it was really good. Like, uh, the Interpreters, I, I guess, as a L.A. ska band, Who was, it was, like, the Interpreters plus Tim Armstrong plus some hired horns were the specials that night with, with, as the vocalist. Right. And... um a couple of the guys from The Interpreters were the other two guys from Up Ivy, and they did the, the song. I mean, we were we were sitting in the car having a cigarette, um, enjoying the heater being better in the car than it is in the house. And um, it was, on, it was a, one of the Lookout Records groups I'm on. It was like, this, this gal was like, I'm here now, right now. This is happening live. And I'm like, Up Ivy, what? And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and... Um, yeah, it's a long ways off for any reunion, real reunion talk. But I mean, it's a step closer, yeah, though. Yeah, maybe know? It
3: gave them both a bug, you know? Like, oh, Yeah, yeah. yeah.
4: Like, dude, I wouldn't be surprised in the next week. Like, okay, we have two new albums coming out. Right. Uh, <laughs> a three-disc um, comprehensive uh, box set with unreleased material. Right. and um, And... Yeah. 185 day world tour. I mean, fingers
3: crossed. Um, Yeah, they might have gotten the bug and been like, wait, well, we're older and sober now, so let's
4: do this, right? You know? Um, And propaganda with Scott sucks after that, (laughs) which is kind of the answer. Which which, which, which is no, this is like, uh, (laughs) I love propaganda. I love Hop Ivy. I love Hop Ivy way better. Um, But. This is what all the punk rockers are gonna say after begging for fucking uh, op Ivy reunion. As soon as they do, like, oh man, they set that. Fuck damn. I did this with like I remember I watched it in real time reading like the the, the, the the letters in the maximum rock and roll section. It was like for like two or three years straight, it was just like, Green Day is not punk rock. They need to exit themselves from the scene and move on. This is not <laughs> right. punk rock green day signs to warner brothers punk rock is dead green day for all of us right. i was like well which one fucking is it you right. know and yeah yeah um yeah i don't know i mean i'm fucking up jesse and them guys i don't know we can get paid i'd love to go dance my ass to it in person but right whatever you want to say that would be a wild weekend yeah
3: uh, next we had Teen Generate with Wild Weekend. Nice ah,
4: we uh, see what it is. Nice to see what it did it did there. There. Uh, We had a pretty mild weekend. I mean, mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it was pretty boring.
3: <laughs> <laughs> we were going to do some things, and then we were like, meh.
4: We almost did some things. We
3: almost did some things. We thought about doing things. It, it
4: wasn't actually that close. <laughs> we, we didn't do anything. Um, then we did Melt Banana with Uncontrollable Urge. Devo's Uncontrollable Urge. Yes, so Devo cover there. <laughs> um
3: and you saw them do this right
4: i did yeah i didn't i didn't realize there was a recorded version of it anywhere um i saw it live yeah this is like one of the magics of the internet and i was like oh is it out there i don't know um and uh yeah i, I saw him at seventh street entry which is a uh, um, first avenue main room in minneapolis which is real famous for being like the nightclub and the the Purple Rain movie and stuff. I, yeah. I saw well over a hundred shows there in my five years. when I was there in Minnesota, jeez, um, <laughs> golly, I saw so many shows at the the First Avenue. Oh my gosh, where to start? But one of those shows was Melt Banana, headlining the Seventh Street Entry, which was like um, First Avenue was like the main room, and then Seventh Street. It was like it was basically a bar. It's a like, about the size of this studio here to be yeah. honest with you, the, with the, with the little area out there. It was it was a small little bar and they had a little stage and um, got to see a lot of like, bands that like, went on to be way bigger. I saw Queens of the Stone Age there once. I saw all Where is the goddamn feedback coming from? I don't from? know. There's a demon in this microphone. It's not just me. Um, but yeah, I went to go see uh, Melt Banana there one time and I was having so much fun. It's this little tiny tiny little room Great sound, super loud, and it was just a great crowd. Every The, the crowd was the most important part, because everybody was there to have a good time and just smile and be happy and just, like, hey, you like crazy Japanese Muppet Thrash? <laughs> so do I. Right? <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> and um, I would kind of, like, uh, kind of need to get something to drink. I'd, I kind of lost my breath. And I was like, all right, I'm going to walk over and get a beer and maybe peruse the, uh, the merch table. So they went and got me a beer. And I'm looking and they got some buttons that you know that are in my price range because I didn't have a whole lot to spend. <laughs> right. uh, and uh I was like, ah, oh, looking and then all of a sudden she's like, now we play American cover song for you. I was like, oh, okay, what, what are they gonna play? And I turn my head and they start the guitarist starts playing um the intro to that Lenny Kravitz song and everybody just kind of gasped like Making oh play. shit did it lose something in translation that's not a cool song i mean, right. I, I mean maybe you can make it a, i mean maybe i don't know it was like, <laughs> she started screaming <laughs> i was like Oh, I know this song. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I can't I, I tru- I, I, You know, you've seen me chug a beer pretty damn fast, but I don't think I've ever chugged a beer faster than like finishing that fucking BBR, or it a hams, but just like just slamming it on the way to like, and I got in that pit and I lost my cookies. I was just, I've right. I, I never.
3: It was, <laughs> never so, mosh that hard.
4: I, I, I don't think or so. Sense. I, I, I yeah, yeah yeah. I would never want to see video footage of that because I probably looked like a big fucking dork. But um, I had the best time of my life. Oh, that but, was so much fun. Awesome. It was like melt banana doing a Devo song. It was pretty fucking awesome.
3: Very very cool.
4: It was pretty cool.
3: I just freaked out a little bit because the we have a clock here in the studio. It's perpetually set to four twenty, and I just looked up and it's actually correct. Like somebody fixed it. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, wait, did we, What? Uh, but
4: hours have gone by. Yeah. <laughs> is it still Pete-ness? Yeah. What year is it? Right, we've
3: jumped time. What year so. is it? Oh yeah. So we have some more music. Maybe.
4: <laughs> if you're lucky, if you're lucky, maybe. I don't know, we'll talk about it. What are we kicking it off with? There? Oh, 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 oh uh, the, imagine that, me playing a headcoat song. What? I don't know. Who? The day I beat my father up it's a it's just one of them happy go lucky songs about childhood sure sure <laughs>
1: Some people think little girls should be seen and not heard, but I think
3: Hello, hello. We are Bow. back. So, we played Bow. some stuff there. What do we do?
4: What, what did we do? We
3: started off with The Headcoats during the day I beat my father up.
4: Wow. <laughs> uh, that's uh, an intense song. It is so real because I don't know. I've read enough of his poetry and heard enough of his music. He's had a fucked up childhood. Like,. That song sounds like the day he beat his, his dad. <laughs> right. like, like, and it felt like he was getting a little off, off his chest to say it. And it was like, all the fucked up shit I've heard Billy Childish sing about, that's the only time I heard his voice like waver talking about it. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, you know, it's, it, it just he's a genuine article, and that's a genuine song, even if it's a, even if it's on a fucked up subject.
3: Yeah, all, hold on a second. Hey,
4: hey. <laughs> It's rock and roll, <laughs> no, you're not at the ballpark tonight. you're on Claudia and the loaf. <laughs> easy, easy to mistake the two for sure.
3: Uh, from the headcoats, we went to Minor Threat doing In My Eyes. Yeah, we just
4: picked that up on vinyl. Pretty, pretty blue vinyl.
3: Oh, yeah, it's and, so, like... Yeah,
4: I know we play a lot of Minor Threat here, and, well, corn it's not... Cornflower, like... It's <laughs> not gonna stop. Yeah, cornflower blue. Yeah, it's really pretty. But, um, yeah, In My Eyes, My, I, which I believe, um, when Derek Smoke, back in, uh, 7th or 8th grade, made me that tape with Minor Threat, Ramones, and Guar on it. Nice, that's a good the, friend. Yeah, yeah, right? It, it, yeah, I, I stand by all of that now. Um... But yeah, he uh, he put the first, the second side first, and that was that was like the first thing I heard. I was like, it's always it grabbed the hell out of me. One down, three to go by the Meat Men, which it's uh, funny how numbers change over time. <laughs> it's two down, two to go now. Uh, it's yeah, a song right. about the, it, it's a song mocking the death of John Lennon, uh, which you know who who can't have a good laugh at that. Um, And then after that we had uh, The Angry Samoans with uh, Steak Knife. Steak Knife. And um, funny story about Steak Knife. First off, I thought that when I first... I'd seen... I was introduced to the Angry Samoans when I was a teenager via like Thrasher magazine and like... But the real thing I ever heard them sonically was um, Mighty Mighty Boston's covering that song. Um, Not Steak Knife. um, uh, Lights Out. And... So when I first, saw, I was like, oh man, I seen their like T-shirts for sale on Thrasher. I thought it was gonna be like a ska band or some kind of like, you know, like, um, what's the what's the guys, uh, the Voodoo Glow Skulls or something, right. you know? And then they were just like fucking, just like, yeah. But the the only song I've ever written in my life that could ever be considered a grunge song. And I didn't write it by myself. It was also, like, bear in mind. It was, like, 1993, so it, it makes, makes sense. We were in a punk rock band, me and my friend Brendan Connor, and he'd got a, a hold of a chorus pedal, and uh, that's all you needed to be a grunge band at that point. And we wrote <coughs> this really basic song, and I called it Butter Knife, and it was inspired by this song, nice. Steak Knife. And I was like, <laughs> I wanted to be a little softer, you know? It's right. a butter knife. But uh, it was actually a song about getting stabbed in the back. But, uh...
3: Yeah. So from, from there we went to uh, Billy Bats and the Maid Men doing the X-Ray Specs, Oh o Bondage o Up bondage Yours. Oh Bondage Up Yours, yeah. It's a great version. So uh, great. I,
4: I, I applaud that version. And I love
3: that it's the young and... Like the, yeah, I mean, they're but, all young, but the youngest one 14, 15.
4: 15 years old. The, the wee one of the bunch. The nub-nub there. Uh, just saw an interview with those two uh, on the internet today. And, uh, yeah. Uh... Some great kids doing some awesome music But they did a great cover of X-Ray Specs Oh, Bondage Up Yours And then um, we did an actual X-Ray Specs song Yep, uh, uh, which was Obsessed With You Obsessed With You And, um, yeah, we saw that uh, Documentary uh, six th- Yeah, documentary, six days ago the, d- the day after the show, on uh, my birthday Got to meet up with a couple of my buddies in saw, if you haven't seen The polystyrene Um Biography, you know, documentary or whatever. Go see it. It's
3: beautiful. Yeah,
4: if you're even just a little bit of a fan, even if you're not a fan at all, it's just something. Her, her, her daughter like comes up to bat and like carries the legacy on and explains the story, in a really beautiful and amazing way. It was. Yeah, It was a sad story with a happy ending, as far as I can say, but it, it's just uh, some good music, some uh, good story there, you know? Yeah, for sure. As much as I thought I knew everything about the story, and I knew the, you know, a lot of the bulletin points or whatever, but the, the, the story was just, yeah, so great, especially your daughter making the movie it was really good.
3: Yeah, and I, I'm still just, I've been talking about this since we saw it, like, I'm still just stuck on the idea that, like, she was... Regarded as like so weird and chubby, and oh, she has braces, and they were like so mean to her. Mm -hmm. I'm like, she was so fucking cute.
4: She should be perfect by today, you know what I mean? Like today's standards. Yeah,
3: like girls today, like that style icon, you know? (laughs) Yeah, right. They tried to look like that, you know? Well, that's that's what that's what being fucking paved the way.
4: So being like 40 years ahead of your time, as it looks like. Yeah, exactly. You know, no, beautiful story, beautiful movie. Check it out. Then we did some uh, di. And uh, I've always heard this, and I've never ever had any confirmation, but doggy intercourse is with us, <laughs> band. I don't know if that's true or not. But that's, <coughs> they uh, blessed us with Hang Ten in East Berlin and have been playing Rock and Roll Part One here yeah. in the background just to make us feel like we're in a ball game, you know? Right. Um, Goddamn, we only got 10 minutes left. We gotta, really, yeah. we gotta make some executive decisions. Yes, we do. I, I need to shut up and we need to start playing <laughs> music um that's um,
3: queued up or we can cut it though <laughs> uh,
4: da, da, da. cut that and uh sorry Gang of four we'll get back to you yeah uh, here, here's some Elvis Costello
3: oh wait that's not optimal. oh so we're gonna do that. Their...
4: <laughs> oh well uh play the gang of four before we lose all time <laughs>
3: I fucked up. That was that was me that time. <laughs> I left it on 45.
4: Play this last week. It's a song called Groundhog's Day, which is my birthday. The last show was Pete Mossy, but we ran out of time, so we squeezed it in tonight. Excuse my tardiness. But I don't know if you heard this, but uh, the New Jersey rodent died on uh, Groundhog's Day, and that happened to another I woke up this morning Groundhog's about Day rodent. The Groundhog's Day syndrome on a song. groundhog. That's meta.
2: I'm in the bathroom. I hung my hog a little bit. I washed the sleep up out my eyes.
6: Closest thing I can find: the apple pie. Lingering taste of
5: toothpaste made the milk go well, down a bit funny, but you know them chicks—they do satisfy.